0: The F back in wrestling.
1: Elbow drops and never gets from the top rope, you can't cope and wrestling podcast in the house, now that's dope, Starcade and SummerSlam slam, all roll into one, drop kick, sleeper holes, one, two, three, done, whole mics like Mean Gene and Gordon Soli I'm Ricky the Dragon Steamboat with that Crockett Trophy, so listen closely, as we approach the final hour in an instant, hands raised, crowds phase. without the time limit, and wrestling podcast with that ultimate finish, suplex, now you're in it, yes! gentlemen enjoy the show let's go what's up what's up everybody it's time for another episode of fn wrestling yeah, how's it hard. going my good
2: friend?
1: chase good man how good you doing
2: i'm great dude I'm just chilling out it's friday yep. i have my good buddy right here and we're about to talk about the greatest subject there is professional wrestling oh, baby wrestling
1: and today this week y'all we uh we are honored Honest. this is a very Honest.
2: very special episode of epic wrestling it's our 12th episode we've been doing this i think for what three months now jr
1: i think so and so yeah.
2: this is a i'm this is one of the reasons we started the channel man i definitely. i cannot wait for this can you do the announcement please
1: definitely so yes we have the owner of upwa the united pro wrestling association am i right
0: yep that is cool. donald
1: Broward cool. joining us this week thank you for joining us man
0: I'm glad to be here. I'm glad to you know, talk with you guys. I know we've discussed stuff and you guys want to do something, so I'm, I'm glad I could come out and give you a little time before the show. Absolutely, hey, awesome.
2: man. Absolutely. Very much. Just giving us any of that time, dude. We're, we're, we're all fans of professional wrestling. I just love the fact that you, you bring it to our little Cape Fear area here, man. That you just you bring that wonderful charm of pro wrestling, that art form of it here, dude. I'm so excited to hear your
0: stories about it. Where do you want me to start? Shit, start well, from, like uh, say-
1: yeah, start from the beginning, man. Um, like uh, what childhood? Where where you you love a wrestling? How where'd that come from?
0: I uh I grew up and grew up in New Jersey, right outside New York City. Um, and I kind of got hooked on WWE at Hulk Hogan. Um, back in the day, eighties WWE, most Northeast kids did. Um. And I was, you know, it was one of those things where I, I really enjoyed it. I loved it. Uh, my grandmother, uh, my on uh, my dad's side, I remember buying her purchasing WrestleMania six for us because she was a big oh, wrestling fan too. And she remembered awesome. the old it. days. And
2: um, That was Ultimate you know, Warrior and Hulk Hogan, right? Ultimate Champion versus Hulk Hogan. Yeah, and man. I remember awesome. I had that on VHS as a kid. That was one of my favorites to watch growing up.
0: And then we also, where we lived, my dad would, uh, you know, Back then, tickets for shows were dirt cheap at the Spectrum and, and you know, the Meadowlands at the time. Uh, but they might have called it the Brendan Byrne Arena, who knows, but it was, it was the Meadowlands, so it still is. Right. And we would go see that and uh, also went and saw the old closed captioning for WrestleMania, or that's closed circuit for WrestleMania mm-hmm. 2 and 4, the precursor to pay-per-view. Wow. And uh, wow. saw those and it was, it was, it was fun. Wow. And then um, as I got a little older, Everybody kind of was like, oh, he'll grow out of it. And I really didn't. And as a matter of fact, the, my yearbook quote was it asked what you were going to be. And I said I was either going to be in the business side of pro sports or in professional wrestling. So it was cool yeah. to kind of go back to my high school reunion. And they go, oh, what are you doing? I'm in the business side of pro sports and I'm in professional wrestling. Right. You know, all these insurance salesmen who wanted to be writers and all this other stuff, right. And, right. you know, we're dragging through life. I'm doing what I want to do. Exactly. Um, Dude, that's so awesome, man. Yeah. But I really didn't know how to get started in it because, you know, back then, wrestling was such a closed off business. Um, where I lived in New Jersey, there was a place called um, ECPW, which was a training facility. And it was weird because I, I heard it was in the town over for me, but I didn't know where it was. And it was kind of coincidence that I wound up moving to North Carolina the summer of 2001. I kind of, i done my military, I went in the military, I did four years, was out there. Had had some friends uh, who were in wrestling, who wanted to be in wrestling. Actually, discussed um, back in the day, Ken Shamrock, had, had just left WWE, and he had the Lions Den Training Center out there, and a friend of mine were actually going to go and wrestle as a tag team. But then when he found out how much it was, the friend's wife kind of gave him this look like, "You spend that money, you're going to be <laughs> cut off at the knees." So that kind of killed that.
1: Right. Yeah. Right. And, uh, yeah. That was, was shut
0: down there. Right. And um, came home, did did a couple things, um, you know sold insurance, did that, was just, you know, doing stuff like that after I got out of the military, and um, they, my job kind of got consolidated. I moved down to the Boiling Spring Lakes um, where my mother lives. She's lived there since 1998, and um, went to, you know told my mother, I said, when I move here, one of three things is either going to happen because it was, you told if I don't know if you've been there recently, it's not developed as, right. developed a lot, but it was worse <laughs> 20 yeah, years ago. Yeah, I, mean, I can
1: nothing. only imagine.
0: So I said to her, I said, <laughs> it's one almost like, where are you going happen. Down I'm going to drink a lot i'm going to kill a lot of people or i'm going to go to school so i tried to drink and it was too expensive so i went to school there you go and uh you know (laughs) did that and we just hang out one night and uh watching friday night i was fox tv was just kind of messing around doing some homework and there was a local company out of chalot called nacw i saw and i was like oh wow that's really close like that's cool you yeah. know, I haven't been around. Right. alley quiet. <laughs> um, I was like, I haven't seen any really local. I, I had gone to some up by me, but I was like, oh, this isn't that far away. I kind of yeah. want to go check it out. And I went down and checked out a show. I liked what I saw. It was cool. It was, you know, fun. And then the very next time um, they were advertising, Jake the Snake Roberts was going to be there. And I was like, wow. but, Oh, my God. Yeah. That's my dude. We're talking 2001. Yeah, it was like, really, it was like, okay, cool. Like, I got to go see this. Hell yeah. So I grabbed my sister, uh, her boyfriend at the time, and we went down to see the wrestling at, at the armory. And I, I'm i glad Jake's turned himself around. That was not a good night. That was circa mm. eight, so, so eight, 2001. Eight.
2: That's, when the, that's the rough age of the snake. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Um, okay. So, some of the things that came up was we were standing there and uh, Jake was taking pictures, and he took pictures with us. And I have a, I think I still have that pole, right? It's the funniest thing. And yeah. wow. I was talking to him, and I said, "Listen, I just want you to know, I feel really, I feel really bad for you." He had just he had done that, mat, uh, was it beyond the ring or beyond the mat, beyond, beyond the, the mat, mat or something? And it yeah. was like, I was like, "Man, I feel really bad. What happened?" He goes, "Listen, brother, between us, that wasn't me." I said, "What?" He says, "They hired a stunt double to look like me. They wanted to ruin my life." I was like, mm, "Okay." So <laughs> okay. Wow. So I was like sure so I go and sit down and uh, my sister's boyfriend goes outside to smoke a cigarette she goes with him and she comes in and she goes can I ask you something I go what she goes that wrestler you took a picture with um, he was talking yelling outside about something and I go what was he yelling about he goes something about he wasn't going to wrestle till he got his rock I was like mm. so yeah so uh, Jake came in wrestled his match but but wow. I want to dwell on Jake as much he, right. he, he did yeah, well, he yeah, threw, yeah. he was in the throes of you know his addiction he turned himself around yes. great guy yeah. Uh, yeah, I, you know I brought he doesn't remember he wrestled that show cuz I brought it up to him after I seen it oh, like, that... I wrestled in Chicago yeah. but he um it, that kind of started my my way in because while I was sitting there I happened to be talking to a wrestler who worked the show who had done some stuff on Jerry Springer a few years earlier <laughs> and I kind of chatted him up and said oh I saw you on Jerry Springer and he's talking to me about it mm. and I, I made the mistake at the time of telling him I was from New Jersey and his fiance heard me came running over and proceeded to tell me how she had this fantasy Bon Jovi wedding that looked like the living on a prayer video <laughs> and with him like it was very 80s cliche hairspray, oh, yeah, yeah. and I was like and she's telling me it's so like okay <laughs> but it was, it was cool so he he kind of introduced. he kind of said hey you know, come, come to this at the party. We talked. Um, I wound up talking to one of the other wrestlers there and saying, Hey, you have a training? You know, can you train? And he's like, Yeah, but he, I was in Boiling Springs. He was up, I can't remember the name of the exact town, but I want to say it was near Winston, Sam. It was like a four hour trip. Okay. And I couldn't do that. It was, it was, yeah, up yeah, yeah, That's a good little. Balance. I yeah. like, I can't make that trip. He goes, no. oh, we'll try this. There's a guy, uh, you know, who's local in that area. His name's uh, Mark, me, Mark Edge. Give him a call. Tell him I told you. You know, we'll go. So I started mm-hmm. with him. Um, you know, enjoyed, got trained, and liked it. You know, had fun with it. Um, oh, and, so you started know, as a wrestler, huh? So
1: you started. So yeah, you started as You a, started taking yeah. bumps. You were taking I started, bumps I started and everything. To get
0: trained and everything. You know, and I realized, like, I, I, I bumped, I bumped on a hardwood ring mm-hmm. in um, Monkey Junction in somebody's backyard. Wow. Oh
1: what man. Does it feel like like what I've <laughs> just I've never like what does it because I I just feel like it's got to be painful.
0: And we talk all the time what it,
2: it's just to fall down constantly and get it's, back up.
0: It's the hardest thing for numerous reasons. One, it never gets softer. You oh, know, wow. <laughs> it's never That's, like you, you do never, it. Yeah. You know, oh wow, that felt like a pillow. Never. No. Yeah. And the other thing no. too is, I grew up. I grew up amateur wrestling, so okay. you're natural. You're naturally taught to hit your chest and drop down to your chest. Mm. This is completely different. This right. is going the opposite way, going against going what you're used to. Yeah. So we, well, I did that. I started training, did the work, um, did some stuff with his company. And, you know, kind of did a couple of years with him. I, I wound up moving back to, uh, I I'd go on the, I said I'd go to college. I wound up getting up at App State. So I would drive back from Boone, yeah. do some stuff with him, make the trips. Yeah. And then. Oh, uh, lovely place. Oh, love that place. I wish. Love the uh, mountains. I, loved, I miss the definitely. mountains. Yeah. That was um, – I was up there when they did the miracle on the mountain against uh,
1: – Oh, against Furman. Michigan? Against Michigan? No, no.
0: That, that was – they, Furman, they, they, Furman scores with about four seconds left on a touchdown. Goes for two. The linebacker intercepts it, runs it back the other way. We wind up winning by one. Oh, and wow. Were, it was ridiculous. It was one of That's the greatest crazy. things ever. Um, That's awesome. And then – so I moved back, and then he kind of told me, like, listen, um, you know, I'm going to – I kind of was more his talent scout because there's a lot of up north talent. Like, for example, I uh-huh. had um, Robbie E., who's Robert Stone in NXT, on my back porch as a rookie, talking to him about coming down the wrestle. Wow. And
1: Robert Stone it, brand.
0: Yeah. So the, the, and, and Robbie E.'s wrestled for me before, but he, I remember him being on my back porch talking about it, and That's that is cool. to tell you how the business changed. There was an argument over between me and the, and the person who was bringing him down, he wanted $50. The guy wanted to give him 30. I said, I'll give him the 20. He goes, no, I don't want to set a precedence. So Wow. It is what it uh, is. Huh. You know, some people don't want to say, some, that. yeah. Well, no, that's you so interesting. It.
1: That's crazy. Me and Harry,
2: fans of the world. And then you you have such that insider knowledge, man. We're we're just like, it's so interesting to have that that insider, that point of view of it all. So but then, the big question, when you wrestled, did you what was did you have it? What was your, what was your, I don't, I don't know how to say it. What was your character's name? Is that, is that an offensive way to phrase
0: it? No, I don't want to. I, 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 listen, I only wrestled a little bit. It wasn't crazy. I, Cause I kind of realized right away that I was more the creative guy. Like I'm the guy in Madden who likes to put the team together and yes. then, you know how it works. Yes.
2: Like, yeah, man. I hear kinda you. Like
0: that, I'm more the creative side. I, I mean, I always you. enjoyed it, but I was, I always realized that I could get paid, make a much money and hurt myself, or I could get paid, write the storylines and not hurt myself.
2: Exactly, exactly. You Sounds know? like
1: smart businessman to me. <laughs>
0: I mean, if I have to, I do like if I have, like I can do a spot, but I get full respect for everybody who does it. But right. my mine for the limited time was I was the runaway freight train. Nice, yes, <laughs> nice, yes. Yeah. So you were, Dude, that awesome.
1: you were healed, right? Yes, healed. So gotta that, be, that gotta has, be heel.
0: That name, epic wrestling um, is a heel
2: channel, man. We respect the heels here,
1: hell yeah. Well,
0: that came from that name came from a high school experience when uh. I spent three days drinking in the woods of East Hanover and we were having a keg because our football team was horrible. And uh, we lost, we we actually lost by one point and we made our kicker because our kicker missed an extra point, go home with his parents or we refused to go. Um, (laughs) And then we won the one game we won against our rivals. It was this big uh, kegger out in the woods, like 400 of us. And I had started drinking Thursday and I drank a little bit in school and I drank a little bit Friday night. (laughs) So I was kind of had a constant buzz going on. Of course. So I had the best game I have. I have it on right. tape. Don't remember. Yes. And awesome. uh, I get we wind up we're drinking in the woods Saturday night. <laughs> yep. And one of his, the the guy who's it was his father was cool there as long as we didn't go drink driving or anything we were all cool. Right. right. He decided to play a practical joke on us when he was bringing us up some booze because there was the entire school's up there. He was a volunteer fireman and hit his lights. so people thought it was (laughs) so we all started running so now there's a bunch of us pulling ass through the wood so I can remember doing that and you ever do something where you just kind of remember something really weird everybody stops I just Mm -hmm. remember everybody stopping me kind of keep going I hit something I kind of hit it I'm like I don't know what that was and I keep running so I hide in my friend's garage upstairs because he had like a barn garage yeah so i go to sleep i wake up the next morning and he comes up i go in the house i go to the bathroom he goes dude where are you at i said i was up in your God. Oh. he's like we could, we, do you know what you did no so he goes come follow me so we start walking up and it was about like a about a half mile to his house from where we were at yeah so we walk up there and we're walking in the backyard and he goes uh, yeah you know you know you hit i go, no so as he walks me up i realize that the one neighbor whose house we whose yard we used to run through must have gotten pissed because he put up a wood fence, <laughs> and I ran through the wood fence like Wile Coyote type stuff. Uh,
1: and you saw your imprint in the.
0: My friend said you hit that son of bitch like a runaway freight train. A and and runaway
1: freight train. Hey. Yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs>
0: That's perfect, I man.
2: That I got a little older.
1: That's awesome, man. Holy yeah. shit. Yeah,
2: man. Me and uh, me and some friends, we uh, ever, ever since like wrestling games gave you the option to create your own wrestlers. Me and uh, me and one of my best friends have been making ourselves and then it just expanded out to our own wrestling federations and wrestling characters. And <laughs> I swear, man, on like the latest WWE 2K 18 or 19, we there's at least 118 characters and that's counting like managers and ballets. I'm with you. I love the book and storytelling. JR I, will I, tell I, you man
0: I like, man. To, I, I, like to, I like seeing my I, I I'm a natural writer I have a degree in broadcast journalism I I write okay. I you know I was in sports writing awesome, dude. I was you know I covered high school sports for years for uh, the Star Ledger in New Jersey so like I covered those kids and I still do it so it was always that kind of being able to translate a moment and showing it and for me with a lot of the stuff especially now with wrestling is I almost consider myself a baker because I can have a great idea, but if you don't have the right ingredients and the right parts, that idea can go out there and get done, but be horrible. If you don't have the people who can actually do it and work with people, then it, it's all useless.
2: Donald, you're speaking my language, yeah, man. That's, I love, I'm, I'm a writer too, man. I'm a, I'm a theater arts major and I'm a playwright and I, um, I got out of acting and almost the same reason, like I could be up here having to memorize lines or I could be off stage and just tell everyone how I want it to look and dude when i write it's it's that same thing of like how the long form storytelling and that's what i love in wrestling is instead of these wham bam moments i like these long stretched out i'm a big I, i've uh, gotten the new japan uh, like two or three uh, like four years ago and i just love how there's like storylines that go for two or three years before there's a payoff and you're just sitting there going look at the build look how this is going and you're just seeing like the like the Easter eggs and the hints and like and
0: all well, like it, the. That's point. how it always used to be. A lot of the fans now, because they have so yep. much TV, they're expecting the instant. You know, like you know, everybody talks about what, you know with, with sports and everything else and with wrestling. I was always taught, especially with writing, is when you write a big story for a newspaper, put all your information in the first couple of graphs because people really don't read till the end. Mm-hmm. You know, so if you're doing something now with with sports or wrestling, everybody wants to see like um you and I have a problem they want us to have a match the next show and then so like that's not how it works like you know they, they want that instance that, like that, there's no yeah. more there's no there's way no more, yeah. I mean before everything went crazy I mean when you look at old I'll use WWE as an example when you look at what happened with WrestleMania 4 there was WrestleMania 4 and they built it up and you knew it was gonna happen a year and then Hogan and Savage the next year it wasn't like you know oh, Raw, somebody comes out and attacks somebody, oh, Helen sells this pay-per-view next week, let's do it. Like, right. no, like it was, you know, and then you see so many people fighting each other and, you know, yeah. there's too much to me, and I've noticed this a lot lately, there's too much of a, and like I, I, I like how it's gotten, but there seems, seems to be way too much of a, everybody's gotta be, like, that's not how it is. It's not everybody's there, it's there's different levels.
2: Exactly, you know? that's what made, right. um, I got into re- I was really hardcore watching wrestling around the Attitude Era. That's when I was coming up for it. And one thing I really loved was every division felt stacked. Like you had your European title people, and then you had your IC title, and then you had your hardcore division, and you had your tag, and you had your world title. And and they all mattered.
1: They all mattered.
2: Yeah. Like every time, like some of the few of the pay per view events, like your favorite match was, oh hey, the European title was the first match, but it was my favorite on the card because that's the plot line I've been following for the last four months. Right. I want to see who wins over D'Lo Brown versus Val Venus or, or British Bulldog and, and, and Owen Hart. That's, that's the plot line. I've, I've
0: now there's, now there's not a lot of depth. That's I, it's one it's of good. the big issues too right. is there's not a lot of those guys you can look at and go, you know, for example, you have a Drew McIntyre. Boom. He's there. But then who's credible to wrestle him and then you only see in the same... It, there's, there's, I almost think there's, in a way, too much TV with them. Yeah,
1: Dude, I mean, I, they, I a, they have a lot of wrestling, though, man. They would have two, three hours Monday night, then NXT five for two hours. hours, and then SmackDown for two more hours. That's a lot of wrestling. Yeah,
2: yeah. It, not even a pay-per-view event. If, if if there's a pay-per-view event and a takeover mm-hmm. on a Saturday or Sunday, right? So, yeah. and 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 it's one of those with like there's a constant need because we have that internet push where um yep. it's almost like clip bait.
1: It's like gotta moments. It. You you gotta see it. You gotta see Instead it. of. Seeing
0: to me, I, to, to me, I'm kind of the internet, the internet's good and bad
1: for, for me. Well, I wrestling. totally agree. 100%. Totally agree.
0: I <laughs> enjoy the interaction. I enjoy people being able to say stuff. But to me, and you know, I always laugh because when you get in the business and you're young, you're like, oh, I'll never be that old grumpy vet. And then you of find course. yourself reading and you're like, oh, I'm that old grumpy vet.
1: That's how I, I feel like, now. That's how I feel yeah. about wrestling yeah. now. Like, I'm the old grumpy guy of the show. Like, He's the young AEW guy. I'm the NXT
0: wrestling guy. You know. Well, what I mean? Me, so all right. Let me ask you this. I want you, and you can tell me your honest opinion. Okay. AEW this week with that singing between Jericho and MJF.
1: Who do you want to go first? Go ahead, Chase.
2: <laughs> go ahead, Chase. I loved it. I loved it, man. I loved it. I dug it. Right? I dug it because it were I, I was a fan. It works in the context of the characters. Now I will admit, if this was something they had done on WWE, it'd be it'd be bashed across the boards. And I get that this is a moment that kind of like tore wrestling fans in between. But because it's Chris Jericho and MJF who are just characters, they're they're not like the ring Chris Jericho is, huh?
0: Your two top heels.
2: Yeah, yeah. your two top Hardly heels. Edit.
1: Singing. How do you che- How do you boo? How do you boo MJF now? How?
2: How were you ever gonna boo that man? He's too good because
1: he's such I, a dick. You gotta boo him, right? Yeah, I mean either you can. At, i, the
0: I, reverse. I How do you? How man. do you take MJF seriously? Hmm. Good point. That's a good point. If you're good out point. there he doing got- show tunes, like like look at it from us. Look at look at this from this point of view. Yeah. And and you and you. I watch it from both ways, hey, or take it, take us go, to school,
1: baby. Take us to yeah. School. No, man,
0: you. Like, I love please. it. It's both because there's there's times I look at AEW and i go, 100 100. And there's a couple times I look at NXT and I'm like, mm, like you yeah. know, and I, 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 so to me, it's like if you were, and this is the test I use for it. If you were to take a highlight reel of your week show and show it to a person who's not a wrestling fan, what would their reaction be? They think if I took that video of, of them dancing and showed somebody who wasn't a wrestling fan, they'd be like, what? This is right. Like they know what wrestling is yeah. in the old school. And that's what you're trying yeah. to do to me. I think I don't agree with how a lot, like, yes, I think it's at more athletic. Yes. You know, some of the guys in AEW, yes, I've used, I've used sunny kiss. Um, right. There was, Somebody on AEW Dark a couple weeks ago, Anthony Bowens. He's wrestled for me. Okay. Um, like I said, Nyla Rose. When he first started, uh, Dax Harwood was known as Casey McKnight. He used to be a bouncer down at City Limits Saloon. Oh, That's crazy dude! Around here, he used to work for me. Yeah. So he's from the area. So right. you see those guys, and you see the workers, and then it's like you look, and I, I, I don't understand. A lot of it, like I'm based on the more the wrestling, you tell the story through through the move. To me, I almost think it comes off gymnasticy because it's like it's not what the moves mean; it's make the moves, and we'll make something mean it later on. It's like, right. oh, I gotta, I gotta do the flip here. I gotta do the flip. Da, 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 da. Like that's the end of the match. Mm-hmm. You know, like the whole point of the story, the match is to tell mm-hmm. the story of what you're trying to get across. Not, oh, Absolutely. you know, that's more choreographed here.
1: Absolutely. Yeah, right? Absolutely, and that's um. Like one of my just off top, I could just think of one of it was a uh, Cody versus Brody Lee, the spot where they went the the power driver through the table, off the ring through the table outside the ring, right? From there, they get up in the ring, he puts him in the crossroads finisher. Brody Lee
0: kick he kicks out. Like how how is that possible? How? I'm also trying to figure out because this is what I don't understand either. And it maybe because it's new. It's it, it. And this is how I look at it. My critique with AW, there seems to be no long term plan. And what I mean by that is, like, look at look at what they did with Brandy. She's on camera. She was a part of the night. This Nightmare Collective that changes. Then she's a part of this. And then you talk. You brought about Brody and you know Brody Lee and Cody. Mm-hmm. He beats the crap out of them, Takes the title. And then all of a sudden Brody. Cody's back two weeks later to say he's going to be a judge on some show in TNT. Comes back two weeks later after that with a different hair color and then wins the title back. What's the point? But then gets
1: taken to the limit by Orange Cassidy. Yeah. Chase, what what do you have to say? What do you think? What do you think? I will go.
2: I I do do agree. Um, I ever... I liked everything up to when Brody Lee lost the uh, TNT title. I was very excited. I enjoyed this talk about the long form storytelling. Me and JR have talked about this. The one defense I had for it, especially the squash of Cody of by Brody Lee for the TNT title, was you'd had Cody doing the open challenge every week. Every week he's fighting all these new people who are NXT, uh, NXT uh, AEW alums, and then uh, yeah, people from who the are Indies, on the from Indies. The Indies. I, Man, I became a huge Warhorse fan through just that match and started really uh, studying him. So I like the storytelling of, oh hey, Cody got squashed because he's just been beaten in all these different styles. Uh, even when this match was Sunny Kiss and you had Arn Anderson yell at him. It did become all this pointless because of like when he did come back, he picked up right where he left off. Um, well, Not
0: only that, think about this. If and and this is this will be my point of view, if I'm wrestling somebody and I get beat down. Am I going to and, and the guy not only beats me up, beats up my friends, beats up my family, his girlfriend or whatever she is, chokes out my wife. I'm going to sit there and wait for my music to go off and come out and be like, hey, here I am, and then beat up somebody up. Like, just it makes it, it it's not like it makes no sense. Right. So yeah, I, dude,
1: sometimes I, I agree. It, sometimes I it
2: that, I love that. That's, right. that's what it need. That's what wrestling needs. It needs that full raised drama to it, man. Like I said, I have a theater background, so I always kind of see see <laughs> wrestling that kind of live theater. I'm a big comic fan, and that's kind of what it is. It's this long-form storytelling with this history that always has to be referenced when you're talking about it. No matter what's happened, it's almost like any embarrassment that happens you have to reference. And any beating that's taken has to be referenced and be avenged at some point um and that's why i like and I, and I and i feel like that's something that's been lost in wrestling as well
0: I, they don't they don't refer back to stuff and that's that's the most annoying thing is is something happens and it's the biggest thing i think that's been lost about wrestling and it, it kind of brings me back to jake too is psychology right? what, what'd you say i'm
1: sorry t- i couldn't so hear you psychology you the psychology yeah, it's right? ring psychology like Matt if, psychology
0: if you want me to believe you're like, like Jake could tell you a story, and you could hear him cut a promo, and you believe it so much that it's re- just out there. And you can, and the wrestling fans can also tell when it's it's BS. You know, if I put something out there, and you know, I got a guy, I have a wrestler who everybody knows is this nice guy, and all of a sudden he's out there like, oh, I hate all of you. It's, it's not. Yeah. It. And and that's the thing. Like, there's, there's a different way. And like, you know, switching to NXT, that's almost just to me, in a way, WWE light. Like, that's Triple H's version of how he wants everything. Yeah. Yeah. Like, can we get? uh, I've seen him on the Indies. Can we get a good American girl on that program? Because everybody seems to be from from uh, Australia. Right. And yeah, it's like it's Australia, New Zealand. Like yep. I, I can't remember the last time there's been just a really good American girl. And I, I and since they all been called up to WWE,
1: like Bailey, yeah. Charlotte, all them, they were all called up. You know? Yeah. So I should be I mean, yeah, yeah. totally I mean, like
0: that. Like, it's like you know, it's okay. It's a good this, point. This, this New Zealand girl's wrestling. And this Australian girl. A lot and of she's
1: gonna
0: wrestle this. Yep. And it's like they don't. They, there's not that. And then the other ones. For some of those is like there doesn't seem to be. a a sense of they want it to be almost equal to the other two brands. Okay, that's fine. If that's the case, there's a couple problems I have with that. Why weren't they included in the draft if that's what you're going to say?
2: How can they kick their ass last year at Survivor Series and yet aren't even considered part of the draft this year? Aren't considered
0: part. And then when it it comes to it, you're basically at points cherry-picking some of their best wrestlers to improve your upper part. Matt Riddle went up. You know, and it's like he... When you announce it and you say he's promoted, that's not hmm. making it seem like you're treating him like the third, you know, it's not, the yeah. Third yeah. brand. Yeah. Treat it as developmental. And then they never can bring people up right. I oh. mean, thankfully Mercedes Martinez got out of retribution being looking. Oh. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, that that would have made that would have been smart, but there's not logic. Like
1: don't like even like group. retribution, don't even <laughs> yeah.
0: this this group of people who hate WWE. And wants to destroy them. Signed contracts and was drafted. What the? F- yeah. what? What, what what is this all about? What like we and hate you, thing, but we'll take that money.
1: Right. Yeah. Right. There's, and the there's, thing there's, they were D, they were B listers at best. You know what I mean? I mean Dominic djokovic I I did enjoy him. You know he was all right, but what are they grieving about? He had matches. He had great main event matches. Well,
0: the one thing. The one thing. Uh. So my my opinion on them. Um. And that, there's other ones they brought up, too, that they completely dropped the ball. I don't know what they're doing with Keith Lee. I don't know what they're doing with some of the other ones. Um,
2: they're, they're totally ruining Keith Lee
0: yeah, right now. Yeah, I, I know understand it. Really. The, only, the only thing I, could, I, I would say, because I like how they tied in this week with uh, Ali saying that, you know, hey, I was the hacker. I was the hacker. I was me on SmackDown. Man. You know, because it kind of makes okay. Awesome. Then it adds a little bit to what they're doing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, the one thing I look at it is, I guess you could say his, that's his issue. And I think they're going to be my opinion of looking at it and the way they've kind of done it. I think there's going to be a little interaction, you know, don't call it a spoiler, but a little interaction between Retribution and the New, the new Day coming up. Because think about it. Kofi took Maha- Mustafa he Ali's took spot, his spot when he
1: got hurt. When he got oh, hurt. Yeah. He yeah.
0: And that started Kofi-mania. Right. So his idea could be like, oh well, you took you know, you took my you spot.
2: Ruined my spot. My career, I'm here to ruin yours.
0: Yeah. And then do the, the Dio Madden guy, that's the other guy, the the big guy that looks at the camera all weird. Yeah. He was the announcer who Brock Lesnar right. laid out when they that's were. That's who, who it yeah. was. Remember
1: I mentioned so he got hurt when he was Yeah, announcer? you did. I, I did had no idea who that that's was. Exactly. <laughs> thank
0: you. Thank you.
1: I, so, I mean, couldn't remember, remember who it was.
0: There could be some stuff with that. The other guy with the Jason mask, I don't remember who he is. That's Shane uh, Thorne.
1: Shane, Shane Thorne, Thorne,
0: right? I've yeah, seen he him. Was I, was
1: like, I, I was... never
0: really got, like, I would watch yeah. NXT before, not so much before when NAEW, now I take both because I'm just like, I want to keep my eye on it. A lot of times AEW, they wind up throwing out people I know, mm-hmm. you know, from New Jersey. And I'm like, oh, yeah, hey, I know that is. Or my yeah. wife is, you know, she's not a huge fan at all, but she knows people from my show, so she'll be like, oh, that's so-and-so. And I'm like, yeah, that's them so she's like cool but yeah no it's it's, yeah. it's it's become very weird and it's almost like we're, we're trying to do it at UPWA um, in a sense it's almost have it be new school but I want it to be like in those 80s where you can bring your grandparents can bring your kids and your grandkids because you don't see a lot of those grandparents anymore if you ever no. look at old yeah. tapes no. watching me watch old 80s NWA. Do always people in the front row are old
1: people. One of my favorite moments from a from house shows or live shows was watching Jim Cornette cuss this old woman's ass out. He cussed <laughs> her out in front of every. It was beautiful. I was like a ten year old kid. You know what I mean?
0: Love, and that's that's what I like. Those little house show things you don't realize. Like something a memory I'll always have is my dad taking us to. I want to say it might, been, it might have been the middle or it was Philly because we were kind of in the middle and it was the build up to Wrestlemania 3 and I got to see the Piper's Pits where they presented oh, Hogan with the, uh, with the trophy for the championship Andre with the smaller trophy for being undefeated for 15 years mm, and then Andre coming out with Bobby Heenan and ripping the chain off of Hogan's neck.
1: Holy shit. That
0: was all taped over the TV and I remember where we were sitting we were literally like Piper's Pit was here and we were right there in the bleacher so we could see down.
1: So you could see down into, oh, And it man. was like,
0: it was giant. It was amazing. That's, and those, are, I don't mm. think that's, you know, and that's obviously, we, we want, it's the memories you remember. And that's what we want to try to do. Like, being a local wrestling company, you want to make those moments for those kids. Because you want to make the fans out of everybody. You know, the parents yeah. are going to know it. But you look at some of these kids now, the young kids, unless they get really get into it or they love it. No, it's pro wrestling. It's not the UFC where people are punching each other in the face. It's yeah. not the NFL or this and that. And, you know, you, I'm one of those people, you want to be a fan? Come check it out because you'll be one after. You may not oh, be one walking in the door, but yeah, leaving, you'll be one.
2: So, 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 Donald, uh, UPWA, how long have you, how long have you been running it?
0: Well, I just sir we just had our 15th anniversary show this past July. Wow. Congratulations, awesome. man. So, we're pretty man. regular. You know, we were at the armory for a lot, for a -hmm. a long time. Um, Now, I think they found the lead in the ground, so that might explain something. But uh, (laughs) we were down down there. um, I mean, we've done other shows where we were part of Riverfest for a long time. Um, We're every year for, I think, been the past six years, seven years. We've been at the Fourth of July Festival in Southport. They love us down there. We actually have people who will message us and tell us, that they check to see if we're actually wrestling before they decide to come down, and they they live right. in Raleigh and all over. Right, if they're that's coming that's down, um, done. And we've also done a lot of other stuff in, in other areas, like we've had you know shows in South Carolina, um, we've had stuff in New Jersey, my home state. Um, I prefer the South in a sense, just because there seems to be a little bit more respect when it comes to how shows are run, and and what I mean by that is. Um, Wilmington being a big town, it's very rare. If I book a show on a like for tomorrow, I have my show tomorrow. It's very rare within hundred and fifty miles of there'll be another show in okay. that hundred and fifty mile range. Whereas yeah, in New Jersey true. I've seen people run yeah. shows, um, you know, and I'll use Wilmington as an example again, I've seen people run shows where it'd be an independent mall, one in Leland and one in Ogden. Mm. So I mean uh-huh. they don't, you know. Just to have shows. Just to have shows. yeah. yeah. So it's just, you know, they'll, they'll do whatever they can. Um, I'm also, in, I'm also like, I, I enjoy like helping people reach their goals and dreams. Like, you know, you're letting them, like I said, with the high school wrestling, now you get the pro wrestlers. They start out, they come in, you see them as this young kid who's doing something, they put on a little weight. Next thing you know, it's like, oh, you know, I'm wrestling on TV and it's, I'm wrestling on this and, you know, doing stuff like that. And yeah. it's like, it's enjoyable. And you know yeah, so, uh, fifteen years that's I've had a awesome. great amount of people. Right.
2: Right. So you uh, you said you had a show this weekend, it's the Fright Night, correct it's the name yeah. of it. And you have the thirteenth annual tag team tournament going on. So you've been going for thir- fifteen years. So you're new you've, you've had this tag team tournament going on for, for thirteen. Um, me and JR, our first episode was was ranking our favorite tag teams because we're both massive fans of it. It's it's okay. one of those angles in wrestling that I've always just been a huge fan of. Like Legion of Doom is what got me. I mean the number was
1: they're the oh, greatest play team
0: ever. Well, what I mean. were your guys' top five? Tell me what your top five was, so I know what you were. Oh, okay.
2: Okay. well, Legion okay. of Doom our Road Warriors was number one. Road Warriors number one. Uh-huh. Um, FTR was two. Um, I think I had. Uh, and,
1: did, did we both had them one? Did we both have them one and two?
2: No, you. No, had no, no. Them I as, had
1: FTR lower.
2: Yeah, you had them as five. I had road them road. as number
1: five just because they were so new. That's right.
2: Uh yeah. Uh, Steiner Brothers, Harlem Heat, and oh, now that I'm on the spot, I'm blanking on what my fifth spot was.
1: Dudleys, I think.
2: Dudleys, yeah, that was my fifth spot. And I, so had, team? I had
1: Road Warriors. Then I think I had Dudleys.
2: You had Lucha Bros. Lucha Bros was your second. Does that surprise me?
1: Lucha Bro- Did I really?
2: Yeah, does that really surprise me? I Lucha Bros
1: and FTR on my favorite place?
2: I don't think you had FTR thinking about it. I think you had the Lucha Bros, and that surprised the hell out of me. Not because they don't deserve a spot. Right, right, they're right, great. Right. Just as they're yeah. so new. Interesting. Brain Busters. But yeah, yeah, the Brain, Brain
1: Busters, Busters okay. Heart Foundation, Harlem Heat. Yeah. Yeah. What about some of I'll yours? Give you,
0: I'll give you my five real quick. Yeah. Uh, R- Legion of Dome, Road Warriors. That's absolutely done. Right there. I, I see that. Um, I'll throw the Duddies in there, just longevity. Um, you know, Thank you. A couple,
2: well, you're, also, you're from Jersey, so ECW, right? Oh, Bubba,
0: Bubba Ray Dudley's attitude, uh, I'll, I'll excuse. I, you know He's not exactly the nicest guy. Um, Never comes uh, up that way. But I digress about him. Um, <laughs> I'll throw in the brain busters because you know what it was? I didn't like them in the day, and you see them with the NWA and the old stuff, and you kind of realize the style they had. Um, I'm going to throw the Midnight Express in there as well. That's who it was.
1: That's I had them at number you. three. Okay. And them at number yeah.
0: 3. Yep. Uh, more more Stan and, and Bobby than of course. Stan and Dennis for me. 100%. Um, I like both of them, but I thought did that And you know what? I'll, I'll give you one that a lot of people might not know, but was a really solid team, Steamboat and Youngboy.
1: Okay. Okay. And that's an
0: early 80s team. That was Yeah, they're in, uh, early. You know, George and everything and Michael Youngboy retired, but you yep. look at that and th- that team that team was so smooth, and they blend it really well together. Yeah. You know, they had some really, really good stuff. And then, you, obviously, honorable mentions. You want to look at like an FTR. I cool. throw a, a Minnesota Wrecking Crew in there. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, a couple teams like that. Uh, you know, I'm gonna plug one team pitbull from my squad. No. There you go. <laughs> there, there you go. But, you know, they. Um, you know, there was there's some really good teams, and I think that's one of the arts that's lost every with everything because. You have fans now who just see two guys thrown together and they get the belt and then you know
2: that's me so much i hate what wwe does of going hey you're a solo act and you're a solo act. well now just be a tag team
1: yeah we don't have like, anything for you or we don't have anything for you put y'all together and yeah, let's see that, what happens. that
2: is one of the things i'll give a lot of credit to uh aew i think they have a very rich tag division
1: oh with yeah they,
0: they do but then there's some you're kind done. of like mm. well, I, uh, there's a few I, I'm a like big fan who? Of like who? I mean, I don't, I don't want to call anybody out because there's gonna be people to see it there. Yeah, I, true. I look at it like this: there's, there's some that people rave are the greatest. I, I, like, it's I agree. Huh?
1: I think I know who you're talking about. You know who we're talking about, Chase. You know who I agree. I agree with your statement.
0: Yeah, I agree with you.
1: If we're talking FTR, about the two brothers,
0: I didn't say nothing. FTR, I think is great. They're They've great. done a great and they're the cream of the crop there.
2: Dude, um, they kept me in wrestling for the longest yeah, time, when I and in a, NXT run was amazing,
0: they're solid. Um, there's I, like I like the Lucha brothers when they go out there and do some stuff, as long as they keep it under control, I think it's um, they, they, they get out of crazy. control, yeah, it can get they're all
1: yeah.
2: against each other, and I think that says everything because it's like, hey man, I can do whatever I want, it's my little brother, hey, we can do whatever we want, it's my brother, yeah, um, then, like.
0: Who else? I, I, as far as, I mean, I, I don't, the, the thing that, that, one of the things, because we're now now we're talking about, and it made me think of this for this past show, and it's so annoying. I don't, the thing that bothers me about AEW is they say, they're, they say it's sport-based, and you have rankings, yet then you have a stipulation where you're drawing ping-pong balls to see who's going to be in a number one contenders match. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't you just put your top four contenders and and have them whoever wins yeah that's true
1: i mean it's I about it. I thing very, about that. Yeah. Like
0: good point you know it's good like point. how are you how are you, I, like last time i checked and i, I might be wrong here I, I i was just watching the uh major league baseball playoffs i didn't realize that after everything went they said hey we drew the pittsburgh pirates name out of the, the lid you're in <laughs> sorry Rays. you got to go home sorry right right i know you're i know you're ranked i know you you qualified but we, yeah. what we decided to do was we said you know what those rankings I know we do them every week. Oh, that's,
2: that's very true, man. I I was I not a fan of what it was that casino chip battle royale ladder match thing because it doesn't negate it. that. I was really into the ranking system when they first announced it, and then it was one of those things that immediately went, okay, it counts when we want it to count, and all of that. I do think uh, the tournament's one of those really so it's so lazily veiled that this is Kenny Omegas. We're gonna right, like. Right. Coronate, right,
1: yeah. This is his showcase. Like,
0: hey yeah, world, could tell, I can tell that by the entrance when Here's they were the giving cleaner. It. Yeah, <laughs> they were like the PWI top 500 in 2016. And, da, 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 and I'm like, did
1: okay. you notice they said also well, once performed in North Carolina? What was that about?
0: Yeah, no, I didn't.
2: Do you have I a, well, I guess AEW did come to North Carolina one time. I, so. I remember
0: back in the day, he did some, he wrestled. Um, and like a Matt Hardy, uh, like uh, one of the old okay. old matches. He might have done something with that. I don't remember. I, That's I, weird I,
1: that they would just mention just randomly mention that.
0: Yeah. Was, well, like, what did they just if say? If you that? ever look sometimes at some of the stuff t- they do on the bottom, it's yeah. hilarious because they I guess they have technical people who don't understand. Mm-hmm. So one of the things was I, I remember somebody pointing this out was. They do the little chi runs on the bottom. It usually has like their Twitter handle and stuff. Or like
1: who defeated who on AW Dart, yeah. that kind of so, stuff. Yeah.
0: So somebody, when they were announcing them, came in and I guess they had written down on the piece of paper, write something funny, and somebody put something <laughs> funny. <laughs> and so when they came out, it, it was like whoever it was, it had something funny. <laughs> and it was like, like it just made no sense. Like all right, whatever. Right. It just, it, it, it's fun. It's. It's interesting. I just is great.
1: Like the thing about it is, like altogether though, like we we benefit from it just because it's more good wrestling. Like it's more good stuff than bad stuff. Well, it's more exposure. More exposure to the product. More exposure.
0: Some of the stuff I've seen on both shows, I wouldn't know if I'd call it good wrestling. Right. Definitely. But it's it's good exposure. It's getting people out there, you know, in front of the the interest Back to it. Yeah. Yeah, it gets it gets you get you out there get you that like exposure i mean some of the stuff i'm like mm, like you, you, if i'm sitting there and i'm I'm watching it with my wife who like i said doesn't like wrestling and she's yeah. sitting there watching it and i can see her giving me this look like i'm like <laughs> like I, I then i know but if she looks at it and she goes wow that was really you know that was entertaining and she's like you know cool but some yeah. of it there's just a lot of it like there's there's a lot of I'm both i don't Right. I look at him, just like oh, I don't want to do that with that guy. Uh, I don't know why they're doing it. This guy, you know, it's like you look yeah. at him, and it's like it, it, it's it just, it's just funny to me because I, I try to get like there's guys that people look at on my show, and go, oh, you know, Donnie likes him. No, they can actually perform. I'm not embarrassed by anybody I put on my show.
1: Right.
0: Absolutely not, I man. Why would yeah,
1: they, you? Yeah, definitely shouldn't be, man.
0: And I mean, Speaking of a show
1: like, uh, oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, no, go ahead. Oh, so uh, talk a little bit about your show tomorrow. Like, what, um, what's going on? What's, like, the show, the, the people wrestling, they, yeah, the belts, tab- titles, what it's all about, all that good stuff.
0: Yeah, no problem. It's uh, the 13th annual John J. Irati Memorial Tag Team Tournament. Um, John Raddy was my godfather, um, my uncle. He passed away in 1997 um, while I was in Iraq. I'd, I didn't get to come home to the funeral because we were, I was sitting on a boat two miles from Iraq, uh, never got to say goodbye. He was a big wrestling fan. When I talked about families in the past and coming down, he loved wrestling. He knew all the Bruno San Martino's and, you know, he knew the Bob Backlins and he was the Sheik and he you know, Dusty Rhodes and, you know, he said if he ever got a chance, he'd punch that superstar Billy Graham right in his face and (laughs) you know Uh. all that stuff. And um, (laughs) when he passed away, I, um, you know, I took it hard. And as I, as I progressed and got into the business um, you know, I kind of always wanted to do something. And I started in a, uh, when I started in 2005 at the armory with just a sign in a commercial that was literally 30 seconds. It was just black and it would go pro wrestling and flash the date. And I had people lined up at the door, nice. you know, to do that. Um, I knew I wanted to do something for him coming up. And uh, we, as we kind of built, Got our, got our feet under us. We started doing the tournament for him, tag team tournament. I thought it was something to do, you know, that would honor him. And, uh, you know, we had some great teams come through, you know, in wrestling and participate in it. We had our biggest one last year where we actually um, – we were going to try to do it again this year, but COVID, once again, thank you. Um, we had a, We had two locations. So we actually had a South Carolina and Myrtle Beach southern bracket, and we had a northern bracket in New Jersey – and the winners uh, faced off with our champions in a triple threat match on our January show. Um, that sounds what we tried amazing. to do for this one, that being sounds... the 13th annual, um, we tried to pick the best of the best of who we could have. Um, you know, we could do that. And then uh, we, we, I thought we, we did that really well. We um, actually had a little change tonight to it, unfortunately, due to, you know, before we filmed. Um, one of the teams who we announced, Espana, uh, who uh, was the former tag team champs, um, one of the members came in contact. Somebody who had COVID this week, and was told that two of his, you know, coworkers had it. So, um, you know, we they had to withdraw from the tournament. We found the replacement, which we'll be announcing uh, early in the morning. But we do have the replacement ready. So that the but that kind of changes a little thing. But it's eight of the, it's eight of the top. top all. It's, yeah, eight of the top tag teams. Um, you the winners. It's a one night tournament. The winners have to wrestle three matches, and they. The um, what they get for winning that is they get to win the chance, they get to face the champions at our uh New Year's Massacre show in January, who's the Pit Bulls. And we got some really good teams coming in. Like I said, we have uh, Team Sexy, who's one of the de- most decorated teams in UPWA history, multi time champion. They've won the tournament a few times. Um, we have Dem Georgia boys who have been in the tournament multiple times, they're a very solid team. The New Age Villains, um, who are a, a really great mix. Of a of young up-and-coming wrestler and a veteran who just—I mean—the stuff they can do in the ring. made we were talking a little bit about you know the brain buster stuff like that. Oh wow! Very yeah. similar style. Oh man! Um, oh, sweet! Very
1: excited. I'm one excited. One team
0: that you're to you they are making their debut. Who I think a lot of fans will get a real I'm big. Interested in of. this one? Viva Las Amish!
1: Like, come on, man! Like.
2: <laughs> So, me and Jared were <laughs> talking about this. Before you before you joined, uh, man, me and Jared. Went, Viva so La Amish. Well, there's a group Why? called Viva La Amish.
1: <laughs> yep. Say no more. Like, say no more, and right?
0: this is their debut? <laughs> yes, this is their debut in the tournament. They, they, they were um, we We had a plan. For, we, were, we were trying to get them in for a little while now. Mm-hmm. Um, we had had some stuff scheduled. And like I said, COVID really hurt us this year with our with yeah. how we did because we were yeah, man, be I, super I, I, aggressive I, I, with everything. Yeah. We had a March show plan. We had a May show. We had a July show which we wound up getting, you know, yeah. luckily because it was the anniversary show. Mm-hmm. Um, that was the one I fought for. Everything else I was like, okay, I understand, but I'm like, I, I told my wife and I told everybody like, I have to have that anniversary show. That's important. That's the 15th anniversary. I can't miss that.
1: Right. And yeah. you know,
0: that was the one we did. And then we had one for September, but the thing with September was, I guess you guys had switched to a never another level 2.5 maybe with. with right. Okay. Space. Okay. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And right. Yeah. They literally didn't announced that on up, September
0: yeah. 10th, so I couldn't do anything right. in a day. Right. So this was our, you know, it's kind of one of our, our event. And, um, you know, they, they, we've tried to get them in for a little bit. They're one of the top-ranked teams. I mean, they wrestled um, for uh, Ricky Morton, uh, House uh, of Morton. They were uh, their tag team champions. So, nice. I mean, there's there's a lineage there. And a, we're very excited for for Les Amish, and I, I think they're going to impress a lot of people. <laughs>
1: I can't wait to see it, man. I'm gonna, yeah. I'm definitely gonna be there. Tomorrow. No, like, I'm you're excited about you're this.
2: Represent Effron Wrestling there for us. Oh man. my
1: gosh, man! I can't wait. Uh-huh. I can't wait. You have uh, any more shows coming up the rest of the well, year,
0: or right now? This will probably be our last one for 2020, uh, 2020, just because it's been such a dumpster fire. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, all the way around. You know, we're trying to we're trying to figure out. We we try not to, um, you know, compete with the holidays, obviously, with everything mm-hmm. coming up. Um, right good. now, we're looking at our next show will be um, New Year's Massacre on uh, January 16th. Um, we're looking at a couple venues for that. Um, you know, we're just yeah. trying to ra- find the right place. Like we have we have three or four that have said they want to do something. It's just trying to see logistically and everything and um, get everything. But that's going to be our next date is, the twi- is the January 16th. And, I mean, on that show, we're going to have, as far as I can tell right now, it'll be the winner of this tournament versus the Pitbulls. We have our Cruiserweight champion, whoever, if that's John Beasley, who won it last show, or uh, Movie Mike, who is going to be wrestling this show, they're going to defend the title. Um, that's, a, that's another championship match on the show tomorrow. Um, Victor Andrews, our heavyweight champion, will be defending his title. I know uh, Kenny Bangle our, will be defending the Carolina's title. And he'll to... be our oh. women's champion, uh, who's our women's champion. And happy birthday, Corinne. It's her birthday today. Um, happy birthday.
2: Happy, Happy birthday, birthday. from FN and Wrestling.
0: Definitely. We'll be, you know, we'll, we'll be there defending the title. And I mean, we got we we got some really big things, that I, especially with, you know, everything kind of seeming to starting to clear up a little bit. I don't want to jinx yeah. anything. Right. Knock on wood. But <laughs> yeah. uh, right. you know, it, everything seems to be coming kind of back to normal. I, we're expecting really big things, uh, pushing forward and, and kind of hitting our stride again here, and, and just coming back and doing what we do, and that's delivering, you know, fun. Family pro wrestling that you
2: don't Hell have to yeah, be embarrassed absolutely. to say. Hell yeah. It's no yeah, dude, I love re- I mean I Jared will tell you, I'm not really big into other sports, but professional wrestling's been something I've followed since I was a young kid, like four and five. So it's just it's your storytelling the and theatrics and it's 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 theater where the actors do their own stunts and it's just amazing. It's like um I think Chris Jericho said and I often agree, like if William Shakespeare was writing it today, he'd be booking wrestling because there's no better storytelling there's no more epic storytelling than wrestling it almost feels like modern day it's it feels like what saturday morning cartoons or greek mythology like rolled into one to me and i'm really excited that it comes back man i'm so happy for your show dude it's so cool it
1: would be fun yeah man thank thank you for joining thank you for bringing wrestling to the city thank you for keeping wrestling involved in the city for sure
2: Area in the ter- in the area and just in general and how it's yeah, expanded, jumps territories and things like that. It's almost back to that old territory days. It seems
1: right. Hell yeah, I mean, man. That's
0: what we are. We we have a lot of guys who, you know, if you come to our shows, you're gonna see people you see on, you know, on Wednesday nights or other shows. I mean, our cha- our heavyweight champion Victor Andrews, who's gonna be on the January show. He's been on NXT numerous times. Mm-hmm. Um, oh. as a Matter of fact, a couple of years ago, um, if you remember. They did the skit with Bobby Lashley's sisters. He was one of the sisters. Yep.
1: Oh, really? Okay, yeah, okay, okay, okay. I remember and, that. You
0: know, we have yeah. him, Logan Creed, who you know, big MLW, MLW right guy. Now. You know, yeah, I, I recognized monster. him. Before. You know, he's we got we got him coming. You know, he's he's been on shows before. You know, Team Pitbull. They they've been everywhere. I mean, they work with George South. They've done, I mean, ooh, just the, just ooh. the level of talent. You know, I, I almost feel a lot of people look at it and go oh well if you don't have a WWE contract or an AEW contract you don't make it and it's like that's not the case like we have a lot of talented guys it's all about getting that exposure and getting that ability to be seen and that's what we provide I'm giving a lot of these guys the platform to show that not only you know they're the best wrestlers you know they're the guys I got they're not out there you know they're not gymnasts who are trying to do something they're not out there you know they're they're not Bummers working a second job like mm-hmm. WWE yeah. people believe my guys are pro wrestlers they're out there to wrestle they're out there they entertain you enjoy it it's going to be it's old school with a new school twist it's, it's the old school wrestling you love but it's not 60 minutes of headlocks dude
2: that's, that's amazing awesome. and i imagine if, if you book them and you hire them they they have to like at least almost go to with your idea of wrestling where it is more in-ring storytelling it's about that what are you doing in the ring to show, hey, you've worked that arm. It's an arm injury. Hey, there's this rivalry there.
0: Well, the biggest, I mean, the biggest thing I have when I, when I bring in my wrestlers is I get, a, I get a ton of tapes. I get a ton of emails. Like, you know, we're, we're looking for spots. Um, I'm very particular when I, when I look for certain people. It's not only what you can do in the ring. It's how you're going to a- interact with everybody in the locker room. Because that's the biggest thing. Because okay. I can bring in somebody who does really well but if they're argumentative and, and sometimes you have guys who your personalities don't mix with, like I said that, you know, with FTR, when he was Casey McKnight, him and I, we butted heads. We had different visions of what we wanted to do, but it wound up working out because we kind of came to a, a head like, okay, this is, this is what we need to do. And that's how we do it. Like I have my ultimate vision, but I also listen to a lot of guys. Some guys have other ideas. The worst thing you can think of as, as a promoter, is that you're the be all end all and, and you, you know have all
1: the answers? You oh, dude, know? absolutely, man. If, right. if somebody
0: has good ideas for me and says, well, hey, wait a minute, you know, why don't we work these guys? Boom, boom, boom. You know, that's, that's a different story. But, you know, when it comes to it, I want guys who are out there wrestling. I, I, I basically want guys who, when you watch them oh, yeah. and I watch tapes, aren't making a mockery. It's not a mockery of the sport. It's not, um, you know, it's not like, oh, well, uh, it's stupid anyway. I'm going to get this done. No, it's, it's a sport. I grew up. Don't tell me the sport I love is stupid because I will fight you. Literally <laughs> oh, yeah. fight you. Hell no, yeah. Well, well,
2: well, JR, man, like F in wrestling stands for everything, it stands for fans and fun. But the only thing F doesn't stand for is fake. Is that exactly. It's not. It, it's the realest thing in the world, man.
1: Hell yeah. It,
2: me and JR started this whole thing because we just love professional wrestling and just love talking Definitely. about it and, and your passion for it man is just dude you oh, inspire yeah. and like you said dude, you give people you give people a, a stage to go out and just do their art form dude that's so awesome
0: yeah and if anybody wants to come check it out like i said you can come see us at you know we're obviously gonna be there tomorrow night um october
1: where at tomorrow night time and place yeah, plug,
0: plug, yeah. plug the ogden ymca 7207 ogden business lane Uh, In Wilmington, right by the uh, Ice House, right by the Ice House, literally right next to the Ice House. You go to the Ice House; it's right there. Um, Some people might know it as the Edge Soccer Program. That's what it used to be. Um, We're going to be there. Uh, We have tickets available. Um, We ask that people bring masks just in case. We're going to keep people separated. We're not going to cram everybody in. We want to be safe. Um, We, you know, if you want to check anything out, we have our website, theupwa.com. We're on Facebook. Or um, uh, UPWA Nation on Instagram, or um, on YouTube. I mean, we've been, you know, a lot I, of companies only I come around for a couple weeks. You know, a couple, you might notice this, fan, a couple people only run a few shows and they're out. I've been around for 15 years, so I must know what I'm doing. Hell yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, Please. You know, yeah, man. So if you want to have something, if you want to have a night that you can go out and enjoy with your family and make memories and not be embarrassed by it and not break the bank,
1: Come check us out damn right i, Please I don't think do. there's a better You'll way to, see, i will I be there better
0: way to i will definitely
1: be there for sure i can't wait Yeah, i'm jealous man looking Please. forward to it chase has to work tomorrow ha 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 yeah. <laughs> i get to watch some yeah. live wrestling again baby hell yeah. yeah donald thank you so much for joining us oh, man thank you so back. much open invitation anytime. Anytime. anytime you, you are like, any of your wrestlers
0: yeah. anytime you let me know i'll set you guys up with some people no, yeah, Please, 100%.
1: man. 100. Please do anything you need. Really we have
2: an ally in FN Wrestling. From sure. now, here's remember, man.
1: Awesome. Sounds good. Thank so you so much for coming on board, Good Thank to talk you. to you again. Yeah, man. Always a still. pleasure. Everybody, thanks for joining us. Like and subscribe. Follow our friend awesome. Donald UPWA everywhere. Join us again UPWA. next week on F and Wrestling. Later.
0: FN Wrestling. We put the F back in wrestling.